Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the We Are Wrestling podcast episode five. Ooh, I want to say five. Five. We're at five. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we, we're doing good finally. Basically, after the I'm, hiatus. Your what? After the hiatus that we had to take. Not our fault. One week, and we're not talking about that. <laughs> what? I am your host. Viral Viper, aka Viper Freeze. With and my I, love. And uh, Renegade Enigma. So, yeah, I cut you off on that one. You did cut me off on that one. <laughs> but that, that's great. So, we're here at the podcast. Basically. Um, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. So, let's get started. Um, okay, let's start with Clash of Champions. It was okay. I think it was it was better than what I expected, but yeah. it was it was okay. It was better than I expected. Even the match that I thought was going to be crap actually was still good. So I was like, oh, okay. What match was that you thought was going to be so crap? Uh, the non-title match that was on there. Dude, like, okay, let's start right there. Let's start right okay. there. Okay. That was, it was a pretty okay match. Yeah. It was a pretty okay match. And the thing happened that you didn't think was going to happen when they announced the match, Eric Rohn won. Basically. First of all, like, describe the match. It was like JR would say, good old slobber knocker and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, they brawled and whatever. Like, it was okay for what it was, you know what I mean? Like, Rowan actually did good for himself, like, for this, like, to be his show, right? I kind of had a feeling that, that Rowan would do good. Yeah. Underrated big guy. Basically, like, he, he's actually really talented, like, he's an athletic, like, that's me people see that. Right. But, um... Yeah, the end came out of nowhere where, like, and we both said it, like, where the hell did he come from? Fucking Luke Harper. And it was so odd because when Rowan came out, he had something on his jacket, and it looked weird, and I was like, dude, that kind of looks like something from the Bludgeon Brothers. You pointed it out. Like, I I dismissed it. I was like, yeah, probably, like, his own logo or something like that. I forget exactly what I said, but like I dismissed it. Lo and behold, like always, you're right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like he like it was so out of left field that you swore that Eric Rowan hit Roman Reigns, but it turned out it was Luke Harper, and just it was like, how the hell did that happen? You know, with all the internet talk, all he's leaving does it be like this and that and whatnot. Like, you wouldn't believe that would happen, so. Well, we're going to get into the internet talking about people leaving in a little while, but. Because there's a lot to cover on that. A lot. Obviously, Sasha was another one, and you see that return, so. Yes. But yeah, let's continue on with Crasher Champion. Well, since you brought up Sasha. Yep. Her, her and Becky had a match. Had a great match, actually. Yeah. The ending to me was kind of like expected in a way. You know what I mean? Yes. 
Because they, they had to have a rematch regardless. I expected it, and I like the way that it happened, and I like the whole aftermath because this is I, I like the way it went down. Becky, who is a good guy, beat the living crap out of Sasha. Like she hit her with the chair, she put her in the disarmor in the chair, and she she lost by disqualification. And it's like, okay, cool. But because she Becky was, hit the ref with the chair too. You know, like and that dude was knocked out the whole time. <laughs> which threw me off. Becky must be super strong. Yeah. But the thing that I like about it was she's a face. And she kept just going after Sasha after the match. After she got disqualified, she just kept beating the hell out of her. And then basically her backstage promo after the match was, I'm not done with you. It's like, wait a minute. You're the champ. You're the face. How and it's just, challenging, you know? Yeah, it's, but that, like, I like that. I like a face that's like, Super assholey and like will beat the shit out of somebody and tell you I'm still not done whooping your ass. But no shit's given, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. But it's kind of like I I like said last time when we were like jokingly like saying like who's the good guy in this? I don't know. We said it in the podcast or like we said it like offhand or whatever. And I was like, they're all the bad guy. Technically, they're all the bad guy. And you talk about all four horsewomen, you know? Yes, they are. Becky is not necessarily a good guy at all, you know what I mean? Like, real good guy, you know what I mean? If you really look at it, it's someone like Roman Reigns, John Cena, that type. Those are the faces, you know what I mean? Like, typical, stereotypical faces. Yes. You know, these are, I'm gonna call fan favorites, you know what I mean? Because they're not really good either, because Charlotte's not a face either. Well, Charlotte did come out as the face in her match. Yeah, but technically she's not a face, though, you know? But, okay, she is a face because she didn't cheat. That is true. Barely cheated, but Charlotte didn't cheat. Charlotte was a good guy. By the way, that came out of nowhere. That, That ending was so fast, and it came out of nowhere. It was great. We're talking about Bailey and Charlotte here. Yeah. So, basically, um... Charlotte was basically kicking Bailey the ass and whatnot at one point. Bailey's in the corner, like trying to recover and whatnot. No one noticed she was missing with the bottom. Was it the bottom one or the middle one? I think it was, it was the bottom. The bottom. One. She was, was missing the bottom, with the bottom. She ripped it off somehow, and the referee didn't notice or whatever. Like, and she yanked Charlotte's head in the turnbuckle, knocked her out. One, two, three. She hauled ass out that building like someone was going to kill her. She ran so fast. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm I, pop super, I, I pop super hard because Bailey as a heel is just fucking hilarious. Amazing. It is. We both are like, wait, what? Because like, our TVs are kind of delayed so sometimes he sees something first before I do and it's like, whoa, like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, okay. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we kind of like um, jumped again a little bit because they're also the pre-show. Something on the pre-show I didn't like, though, which was um, the U.S. title match. I believe that should have been on the actual show. I believe that's Versus Cedric. 
I believe it should have been there too. But I still feel like they didn't give it their all. Like I felt like this wasn't AJ and Cedric's best showing of themselves. It was like, eh, okay, but it, it wasn't that good. Yeah. Another thing, like, like I'll ask you and I'll ask like our listeners and whatever, you wanna tweet the answer or you know, however you want to get in contact with us, right? Who the hell did Cedric piss off? Um there's actually a good debate going on about that online right now. Okay. There's- Half of the people are saying they're burying Cedric. The other half is saying they're creating a star with Cedric. Because you can look at it either way. Yeah. They are burying him by beating him, but also, he's on TV every week. He's in a good spot every week. So that is true. It's a, it's a toss-up. The thing that, that determines how this is, is the end result. Yeah. If, if it doesn't end with him winning the US title or coming out on top somehow on a big way then all of this was a burial yeah which that match pretty much was like AJ won fair and square you know what I mean like it was like I don't recall and you tell me if I'm wrong I don't recall like um, Cedric getting that much offense off he got very little offense and at the end of it like basically the OC just beat him down you know like nothing and that was it like I don't know, like, if this goes the right way and it's like an actual push, like, okay, it was worth it, but, like, if it's a barrier, it's like, why? You know, like, that's my only thing. I want to know why. I don't know, but I'm in a, I'm in kind of a wait-and-see mood. Yeah. Because it's like, it could be, it could be a good push, or it could be a barrier, but I'm waiting to see what is gonna... Because... Uh, I'm could see Cedric winning the U.S. title from AJ eventually. I could too. I could too. I just don't want this to drag out and be too long where I don't give a shit when it happens. That's Basically. the only problem. A lot of companies do that and it's like, you know, like, I don't care anymore. Like, okay. It was great. Minimum champion, you know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> and then they had a six-man on Raw where... Cedric did get a little bit of redemption, but just a very tiny bit of redemption. But he still winded up getting laid out at the end. So it's like it's like it's this debatable. Basically. But yeah. Then we had the three way for the cruiserweight title. Um yes. we had Drew Gulick versus um Lanta Dorado versus Herberto Carrillo, who I like to call Herbie. Humberto, yes. Herbie. Yeah, um, that match wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Nah. Even though, like, I feel like, like, Herbie should have won and whatever, like, he stole this show. Like, that, that, was, that was a good showing for him. Like, in hindsight, I'm glad Drew Mac drew Gulak one, because yeah. later on, Discuss why it's a good thing that Drew Gulak won, but I'm okay with Drew Gulak winning. Oh, I'm okay with it too. Like any guy in this match would have been a good winner. It just like just by like the showing like uh, of um, Carrillo and whatever. Like he, he did it phenomenal to steal a phrase from uh, AJ. You know what I mean? But he always, every time he's in the ring, he does kind of steal the show. Yeah. Like I. 
we'll talk about what could be good for him later on in the show. Yeah. But yeah, I think he I think it's time to move on from this cruiserweight thing. Okay. But um IC title match? I guess like No, we, we could go to we can go to that. It was, also, yeah, I really didn't care about this match. I cared just because Nakamura was in a match and Nakamura is like one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah. That's the only reason I cared, but I'm really not into the him and Sami Zayn thing. Just not at all. It's it's not for me. And I'm surprised that he actually pulled it out and won and kept the title. Yeah, yeah, okay. I could have sworn Miz was gonna win, you know what I mean? I swore like they were gonna stick it to Jericho and be like, hey, look, Miz is now the nine time champion, so he's tied with you. Yep. What? They let Nakamura keep it, and that's that's great. I'm alright with that, but I just really hope him and Sammy will run their course pretty soon. Because I feel like it's going to go way too long. Gonna get out of it, and both of the men are just gonna be stuck in some random dumb feuds. It's like you could have just ended it now, and it's over. Or they wind up with a feud with each other, which we all know what how that's gonna end and what whatnot. You know, so. that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, if you notice so far, like and the titles changed hands, so we have the whip. In the tag team title match. Yeah. But we're going to start with the one that didn't change hands, and that's the women tag team titles, which is Bliss Cross. That's their official name, right? Yes, that's their official name. Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Versus Fire and Desire, whose music threw me off, by the way. <laughs> like, they, they, like a total, like, tag team now. So, like, because of the entrance and all that, I could have sworn they were going to win. Yeah, they have they fuse their music together. Yeah, which is which I really like when they do that for certain people when they fuse music together. Like uh, Rated RKL, an example. Yes, that that one that one was my favorite. You yeah, but to say you love that one. Yes. But yeah, they did something similar to that. They started with like fire and desire, like they said that in the intro of the song and what that. And then it just kept switching between Mandy and Sonya's music. This was pretty cool. Mandy and Sonya lost to Bliss Cross. Which was pretty... Well, it was a good match. It was a good match. Yeah. Nothing really else to say about it, so I guess we could go to the... Um, which one you want to do? Raw Tag Team or SmackDown Tag Team? Raw Tag Team titles. Well, taking titles, we have the tag team champions of Braun Strowman and his tag team partner, Seth Rollins, the Universal Champion, which they're going to face each other later on, going against uh, Rudolph, let's call them. (laughs) Robert Rude and Dolph Ziggler? Exactly. And Rudolph pulled off the win, and Robert Rude pinned Seth Rollins, which is the Universal Champion. In the tag match. I know it's just a tag match, but he pinned the Universal Champion, Seth Rollins. Merry Christmas, everybody. Rudolph. I hate you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, like, he had legit claim to, like, go for the Universal title. 
They yeah. tried to follow it up. The, they tried to follow it up the next night on Raw. Yeah. And he like Robert Roode lost to Seth Rollins, which we kind of figured would happen if they had a real match, but they could have did more with Robert Roode. Yeah, they could have. Like, it, it felt kind of like the, the Raw match, the one-on-one Raw match, kind of felt like a squash match. So. Yeah, it was like I felt, I felt a little let down, but. He's still the tag team champion with Dolph. Yep. In the other tag team match, which was the SmackDown tag team titles, we have new tag team champions. With the New Day versus the Revival. The Revival, who are technically um, Raw guys, by the way. Technically Raw guys with blue belts. Yeah. Yeah. Which mere speculation, like, I think they're gonna get drafted. Like, I think it's more than obvious that they are, but you never know how these things work. But I mean, it's pretty obvious now because they got the blue tag teams. I mean, the blue tag titles. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's that's gonna work. Plus, they're in a squad with Randy, who's a SmackDown superstar anyway. So. Yes, and speaking of Randy, Randy had the WWE title match with Kofi Kingston. Yep. And Kofi beat Randy finally. And that, my friend, was not stupid. And that's his fucking catchphrase. Stupid. Like, I'm... I was a little shocked because I thought that they were going to go with Randy for some reason. You, you but, swore that was going to happen. Yes. <laughs> and they went with Kofi, who... I'm a little sad that they went with Kofi because after... SmackDown, Kofi is going to be facing Brock Lesnar. And that's when the dream is over. Yeah, it's definitely over. I've been been calling this for months, man. Yep. Like, ever since they've been going to Fox when Brock won the Money in the the Brink briefcase, I was like, yo, he's crashing into Kofi on Fox and he's going to be the champion. That didn't happen. Then I was like, eh, I still think it's going to happen. And it finally is going to happen. Yep. Yep. Not happy about it, but it is what it is. It's business. It's business. Basically. Like, as a businessman, I see the point. As a fan, I'm disappointed. You know? Yeah, I'm very disappointed. Yeah, but but I get it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not like, hurt about it or whatever. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, well, the last match, which was Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. Which, by the way, like Braun is still like it's kind of upset with Seth that he's the one that got the um got pinned and whatnot. So, you know, yes. it's kind of heat on that and whatever, like to fuel the fire of this match. So that was the thing. The match was actually a little bit better than what I expected. It was a little bit better than what I expected. Not gonna lie. Braun towards the end did what looked like like you tell me what it was. Was it a swan dive or was it a frog splash? Because it was a it was just a splash. He just jumped. It is a big splash. But Braun Strowman is like extremely big doing a splash. Like it kind of shocked everybody. Yeah, yeah. But it took four curb stomps 
and a pedigree to put down Brian Strowman. That's four, y'all. Not one, not two, not three, not what four. And a pedigree on top of that. So yes, like he really is a monster. Yep. And Seth won the title, and I'm glad Seth was celebrating. Then he got fiend. He got fiended. Fiend. The fiend came out and attacked Seth Rollins right after his match. What's the setup? Hell in a cell. So it's going to be the Fiend versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Title at Hell in a Cell. In a Hell in a Cell match. Yes, which we reported on weeks ago on the podcast. Basically. And also at Hell in a Cell, it's going to be Sasha versus Becky in a Hell in a Cell. Yep. Because Becky actually challenged Sasha for the match in Hell in a Cell. And it's like... Okay, we're doing this then. Which I like, but still kind of boggles my mind why the champion would do that. Like, I really don't like when champions do that. I love it. I love it because it's like, I'm determined to fuck somebody up, so I'm going to do this. I like it. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, that sense, it, it makes sense, but you're risking losing your title, which I think um, Sasha's going to take that. I'm predicting that right now. So, that's the thing. Yeah, she has to. She has to take it. Yeah. But all in all, like, Classroom Champions was alright. Like, I liked it. I liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Who do you, then, who huh? do you think is going to face Brock Lesnar at Hell in a Cell for the world title? Uh, probably, well... The rumor do you think is, 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 is be... Huh? Do you think it'll be a rematch with him and Kofi? It could be, but apparently there's not going to be automatic rematch clauses, so it might be Roman, which pains me to say. Nope. Him and Roman are fighting at WrestleMania 36. That's the plan. Oh, okay. okay, WrestleMania. Um, I don't know. Can't put my finger on it. Like, maybe, maybe a rematch, like you said, yeah. Because they'll be fighting... Three days, no, two days before on Friday Night SmackDown. Because okay. it is literally three days before Hell in the Cell. So, okay. I guess he, the title's going to change and then they're going to have a rematch. Yeah. Uh, I'll be okay. Yeah, like, I don't, okay. I don't think Kofi's getting it back, but you know what I actually would like Weird me out. If Kofi got it back? No, no. If Kofi won the first match and got disqualified and then they had to have the rematch on Sunday. That's a possibility, you know? It, it's a possibility and I hope it goes that way because it would be, it would bring intrigue for the pay-per-view. Yeah. So yeah, that would be all right. But yeah, like uh, that was basically contested champions. When I cover Raw, yeah, um, Raw was pretty good. Raw was yeah. pretty good because we had the Fiend all through the show. Yep. Well, it's- Bray Wyatt, it, it was the Firefly Funhouse. You know, man. I know there's not really a difference, y'all, but you know. Basically, the scene is like who attacks you and whatnot. 
there's a difference. Bray is the nice guy, Fiend's the heel. Yeah. But for yeah. the most part, it was um, Bray Wyatt. They were all through the show. We had the Cedric Alexander and War Machine versus the OC, which was which was okay. Yeah. Which, as you pointed out earlier, like Cedric got beat down at the end of it. Yes. Um, we have better, a whole new king, a new king of the ring. Oh yeah, but before we we touch the like on, on the king situation, right? Um, there was a segment there that both of us went like, "What the fuck?" If you remember, it was when they showed the graphic and whatnot, the upside down graphic. And everything was upside down. Like they showed like Sasha and Bailey going against Bliss Cross and, and whatnot, but it was upside down and like. First of all, I thought my TV was fucked up. <laughs> I, I thought they fucked up. And then they showed Jeff Rollins versus Robert Roode, and that was upside down, too. I'm like, well, they fucked up. Somebody's getting fired. Yeah. Now, evidently, from what I read now, I don't know how true this is. You, you know, do your research more than me and whatnot. You're the research guy. It was supposed to be that way. Yeah, evidently, it was done on purpose. Yeah. It was supposed to be that way. Okay. And mm-hmm. the new king, King Corbin. Corbin yeah, he, beat he Gable. Yeah, it was a like it was a pretty good matchup. Yeah, like this shit was actually pretty good. Like I, I didn't expect it to be that good, but it was really good. And Corbin beat Chad Gable, which I guess they're going to be a feud, which. One match was good enough, but eh, whatever. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Gable. I mean, not Gable. I am a big fan of Gable. I'm not a big fan of Corbin. But at the very least, I hope they do something with him because it's like, you know, what was even the point of the King of the Ring? You know what I mean? Like, I, totally, I, I totally see them not doing anything and it's just being a stupid gimmick for just a little while. I don't yeah. think. Because, like, King of the Ring hasn't been a real thing for like a long time now. A really long time. Really long time. Like the only like and like you could correct me listeners could correct me right? Only one that really gets shine like that as the king was Owen Hart. Mm, no. No. I'm wrong? No I mean there probably was another king I'm trying to think of who won it that wore the, the crown and stuff. Well, Wade Barrett had it for a while and he he made it a thing and he kept calling himself King Barrett and then one day it just disappeared. Yeah. The Celtic King, Seamus, he had that weird ass crown, remember? Oh dumb. yeah. We used to call him like the, um, the Queen of Narnia or something. Yeah, like that was <laughs> for like a while. There was a couple kings that like really took it to heart. King Mabel. King Mabel had people carry him out to the ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was a a couple of good people that won the king of the ring and decided, yo, I'm going to take this and make it something. Everybody else is just like, eh, whatever. Basically, because like Stone Cold never did anything with it. Triple H didn't do anything with it. Brock Lesnar. Oh, I forgot Brock won it. (laughs) 
Yeah, Edge didn't do anything with it. It was it was a couple of guys. Bret Hart never did anything with it. Exactly. Yeah, it was it was just weird as hell. But yeah, um, on Rob Blitzcross for Boston Hug, which did which there was a controversial spot, which I don't see as controversial, where Sasha kicked Alexa Bliss, and everybody's making it out to be a big deal, but they forget one big thing. Sasha, I did about to say that. Can I speak on that? Yes, go ahead, speak on it. People just like to bitch, just to bitch. You know what I mean? You want to be a hater for a particular wrestler or a female wrestler that you don't like. Oh, they did something wrong. Of course they did something wrong. They're a heel. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't particularly like the fact that Brock Lesnar is like, uh, um, you know, challenging Kofi, but like, what you gonna do? He's a bad guy, of course. You know what I mean? Exactly. It is what it is. You know what I mean? You take the good, you take the bad. That's the fact of life. People need to look at things a little bit more objective than just being mad at somebody because they, they're not their favorite. Exactly. Just be a little bit more objective, people. Because, like, on the other side, like, you know what I mean, people are shitting on, on a Alexa. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people are just... People are weird. Yep. But yeah, um, Let's Cross won, basically, right? They they won, right? No, they lost. They lost. It was a non-title match. They lost. Oh yeah, that's. I don't know why in my mind, like I thought it was for the title. Uh-uh. It was a non-title match, and then right after that, Becky came out because Sasha was hitting Nikki Cross with the chair after, after right. Alexa got injured. I just about to say that. That's right. I remembered that. Like, it basically was a, it wanted to be a two-on-one match. Yeah. For that whole thing. Alexa's not injured in real life. She just faked the injury just to get out the match. Just to play up the drama. So, yeah. when Nikki Cross gets her ass beat, it's like, oh my god, these heels are such bad people. Basically. And Becky came out to stop Nikki from getting beat up. Then, Charlotte came out to stop her which leads me to this point that I have. Okay. I believe we're getting the four horsewomen fatal four way at WrestleMania 36, and it will main event. I'm calling it right now. I'm fine with that. Because not only was that a big piece of the puzzle on Monday, on Tuesday, Sasha was facing Charlotte. And mm-hmm. While she faces Charlotte, right after that, Carmella comes out because Bailey was going. Bailey and Sasha were beating up Charlotte, and Carmella comes out, who was Bailey's former best friend, and she super kicked Sasha, and Bailey got like her, like Sasha and Bailey got out of there, and Bailey kept asking her why, and she said, "Because I'm your friend, not her." So. That adds Carmella into the mix of this whole Four Horsewomen thing, which extends the life of the Four Horsewomen story because it's adding somebody in, and now you have Sasha and Bailey like beefing with Carmella, which is adding another layer of people to this whole story, which if you see that you're adding people to the story and adding more and more, 
you see that it's starting to progress and go longer and longer and longer. Once it starts to go longer and longer, we realize we're going to wind up in WrestleMania with this whole entire incident. Yep, that's great storytelling. Basically, and if you just like a one-off, you throw it away. Whatever, after a few months, you know. Right. And if you pay attention to how WWE does certain storylines, you can see when they start putting adding extra layers into something, they're trying to stretch it until a certain point. Yep. And this is the point that it's at. It's going to WrestleMania. Like, as you said earlier, like, the King of the Ring thing, mm-hmm. that seems like it's going to be a few because, well, Corbin won the King of the Ring on Raw. He actually got, um, they call it the coronation. Coronation. That, that was on SmackDown. He calls out Chad Gable, and uh, um, Chad Gable basically beats his ass. Uh, I think he broke that, uh, um, the throne by accident, but like he purposely broke the crown. And he broke the scepter, too. Oh, I wasn't sure about that. Okay. <laughs> I actually have a, a theory. Okay. Is Corbin the king of both Raw and SmackDown? Uh, for the time being, until, like, the Fox thing is going down. Okay. Because that, that's my thought. Like, okay, he's on SmackDown. That means he's on both. Because, like, and I don't know how it's going to go after this, but, like, evidently for the listeners and whatever, we're getting a draft, so. Yeah, we are getting a draft. Yeah, but I don't, like, me personally, again, you know better than me, like, I don't know, like, if people are going to stay on that show, because if you don't stay on your show, then he could possibly, like, float around or whatnot. Yeah, I think because of the way Fox and USA is set up, I think it's a hard... If we put you on the show, you're staying on this show, period. Okay. Because, like, the way they used to be back in the day, like, it's a real draft. Yeah, it's like a real, real draft. Like, this is a hard draft. Like, they're staying, staying. Yeah, so if that's the case, then, like, Corbin's going to stay on whatever show he winds up on. Yeah. Right now, draw. So, basically. So yeah, that's the thing. And um, Kevin Owens is suing Shane McMahon for firing him. Yeah, like um, what was it? Um, wrongful termination, I believe the proper term was. Wrongful termination for twenty-five million dollars. Allegedly, the biggest like lawsuit ever. Think is the dumbest fucking thing that they could do. Like, why would you make this dumbass number? Like, the number is so astronomically large. Like, why would you make that large of a number? Like, it's so stupid for a wrongful termination. Like, you could. Like, that's so stupid. It's just stupid. <laughs> Laughable to me. Funny though. It is. Which we all know is probably going to wind up in a fucking rematch between them, so. I don't want to see it, but if it gets Shane McMahon off of television permanently, I'm okay with it. That's yeah. it. Plus, like I just said, like, I like long storylines, like, and I hate how they just drop stuff. 
even if the storyline is crap, like just finish it. You know what I mean? That that's my thing. Or, or caveat, they can drop it and it not be finished, but years later come back to it and pick it up and add it to another storyline. That that's awesome. I mean, this is bad, but this one I want finished. <laughs> this, one, this one has to be finished now. Yeah. So how do you feel about NXT on USA? Okay. Initially, like, I wasn't for it at all. Like, I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to ruin it and whatever. In my mind, I literally envisioned a Raw and SmackDown uh, um, set, but just, like, in yellow or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, the way the Titan works and the whole spiel and whatever. Yeah. But, like, they didn't, like, change much. Like, and I, I, I take back everything I said, everything I thought. Like, I actually loved NXT. Exactly. Like, it was, like, little slight differences or whatever between what they did on, used to do on the network and what they do now. But, like, it was good changes and whatever. Little changes in the graphics. The lighting was different because you pointed that out. Yep. Like, but it wasn't much different. I think the commentary table was in a different like, place. Yeah, the, com- the commentary table is up higher like they had in the Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, okay. It's not down on the floor like it used to be. It's up on the high riser now. Cool, cool. Like, I, I loved NXT because I always love NXT. But I have one big issue now. Commercials? Well, that too, but I have another (laughs) that is a a hilarious issue. So, watching it in the first 20 minutes was the four-way match between Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, Mia Yim, and Candice LeRae, which Candice LeRae won and now is number one contender for Shayna Baszler in the NXT Women's title. But right after that match, I had... I, I had a comment and I had a thought. They are shitting on the main roster now. Like, that match was so fucking good, which NXT matches are always fucking good, but this match was so fucking good and there was a caveat to it. They're on USA now, which everybody can see. Before, it was just they're on NXT and they're on the network. No one can really see it, so... Raw and SmackDown women can act like, hey, we're, we're, we're the best. Now you have the NXT women showing out on USA on the same platform as you guys. Now everybody has to step up. Because this is kind of reminiscent of like back in the day with the whole give divas a chance thing back when they were divas and whatnot. It, it would know this is reminding me of when the original Four Horsemen women was around and they were doing shit in NXT and everybody was like, NXT women are way better. You guys should check it out. That's what I'm talking about. Because like when when the whole Good Divas a Chance thing was going on, they were on NXT. And they were having phenomenal matches and whatever. While you have like the Bellas, for for example, have like a two-minute match. Not even. Maybe like a minute match. Yeah. This is reminiscent of that. And because of them, like the four horsewomen and the other women on there, they like elevated Raw and SmackDown and made them better. 
and now we have like the women's division and whatnot, no more divas and blah blah blah, right? And that's well, because of this, we're going to the second level, and I believe the like it's gonna be the reverse of what everybody was thinking. Everybody was thinking, oh, they're going to USA, it's gonna ruin NXT. This is gonna elevate Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, because everybody is gonna have to step up their shit. Exactly. Like the main event was Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream for the U.S. Title, for the North American title. That match, like that match, was better than anything on Raw and SmackDown that week. Like, guys, you got to step up your game. Pretty much, because I, I swear there was more to Raw and SmackDown, but I don't remember it right now. So that's the thing. Exactly. Like that, like. Like NXT on USA is was a bad move for the main roster because the main roster now has to figure out a way to step up their game and be just as good as NXT or try to be better, which you're not. It's definitely not. You can't outdo NXT. I think they might like at least be like on par. You know what I mean? I hope that they're gonna be on par. I hope so. But like, yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Like NXT is just like head and shoulders above anything that that's on Raw and SmackDown. And that was just the first hour. That was the first hour. The second hour was only Lurkin taking on a returning Leo Rush for number one contender for the title. But before you get to that, right? Uh-huh. You said the main event of the first hour was Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream. Yes. For the um for the North American title. He never said who won. Oh, Roger winner, Strong won to fulfill yeah. the prophecy. And now they have this banging t shirt that says Undisputed Gold. All four of them have um titles. I believe they should have a woman on there. That way they can have the women's title too. That's just me. They'll figure something out. Yeah. But Undisputed Gold. Yes. But, but yeah, as he said, uh, Returning Leo Rush against Oni Larkin for um, no more contendership for the Cruiserweight title. Yes. And Leo Rush won. And a lot of people on the internet forgot how good Leo Rush was because he was kind of censored. But, yeah, he's he's really freaking good. Yeah, because they stuck him with Lashley and whatever. Like, this whole Nakamura thing, I think like a sequel of the Lashley... And Leo thing, you know what I mean? They just stuck two people together just because, you know? Yeah, and nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Basically, because Sammy's ain't exactly really good. You just gotta give him a chance. Yeah. And also on the second hour of NXT was Imperium, who was from NXT UK, which is Walter, uh, Marcel Bartel, uh, uh Alexander Wolf. Fabian I forget his last name. Yeah. And the four of them came and they showed up and they said that they respect the ring and nobody can stop them. And then Kishida came out. And Kishida basically beat the hell out of Imperium and ran off. I was like, oh, this is like, this is gonna be a thing. Yep. And also we had the match with um, the street fight with Matt Riddle and Killian Dane. 
Damn. Superman, it's a street fight. It was a banging street fight because it was just a regular street fight at first. And they start going all over. They wind up going outside and then bumping into other wrestlers. And then it kept it kept growing. It kept more wrestlers, more people, more people. It literally had the whole NXT roster involved in it. NXT roster and NXT UK roster because Imperium was involved too. Imperium yes. was the first ones to get involved actually. Yes, and it was like everybody was involved, and they wound up brawling in the backstage, back to the back to the front, and everybody was just just getting it in. It was like, wow, this is. This is like this is a brawl. Now, the like the reason I pointed out earlier, like, oh, it, it's a um, mind you, it's a street fight. Like I said it twice, right? Mm-hmm. It's a street fight. Everything goes right. Yep. The match didn't go anywhere. Like, they should have been a pinfall or something during that whole brawl, but no, like, it pretty much was like a no contest or whatever. My yeah, said was, someone got disqualified. There was no bell. There was no nothing. Yep. Like the finish, the finish, like just because it is a small pet peeve, but that I didn't like. Yeah, but like I like the fact that everybody kept fighting. I just am a little weirded out that there was no finish at all. Yeah. But yeah, like if it was the finish and they would have kept fighting after that, like I would have felt a lot better about it. Yeah. But yeah, NXT was on USA which is now a thing and I'm all for it now like I'm, to steal a line from like the other guys I'm all in okay <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm just gonna say okay because of like some internet beef is going on today with Kenny and what he said I don't like the fact that he's trying to be a heel. Like, I understand everybody's trying to put their company on their back. I shitted on Seth Rollins exactly the same way when he, like, he tried to put his company on the back and act like he was above everybody else. But now it's Kenny Omega talking about, talking down to the people in NXT, talking about they would be the, in the dark matches on the same show he was on. And it's like, I understand what you're trying to do. I understand you're trying to like be that guy to carry your company on the back and say that your your company is better than the other guys. Fine, all that's fine. When you shit on somebody like that, it's like you guys will be in the, the opening match and you guys aren't on my level. Half of them, half of them, ninety percent of those guys are your friends that you actually like and you actually deal with, but. You, you don't have to say shit like that to try to like put them down. Like, like we know that you're a heel. First off, we know that you're trying to put your company back. But like to me, it was just like a little over the top. You could have said, "Yeah, they're like they're cool, whatever. They have nothing on us. We're gonna blow them out the water. We're way better." I'd have been like, you know what? That was acceptable. Like they're talking about they'll only be in the dark match. In the show that you're on, like, come on, pal, like. To be honest with you, I don't even like that. Like, to me, my philosophy is focus on you. You know what I mean? Don't focus on what other people are doing. You know what I mean? 
I understand that, but like, if you're going to shit on somebody, don't shit on them, like, totally shit on them, shit on them. Just be like, yo, we're better than you. We know it. We're gonna sh- we're gonna show you when we get on. Like we're way better than you. Like, cool. That's what I mean, though. Like, I don't feel they should be like shitting on people. You know what I mean? They should just focus on them and do what they gotta do. And same could be with the said about the WWE. You know what I mean? Don't talk about each other. Don't acknowledge each other. Just do what you gotta do. Focus on you. Be done with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and not to be a mark, I feel like. I like what Triple H did and said last night when he said, we like, we put our everything into this. Like, we tore it down. Follow that, friends. Well, he said FTMF, which to me said, follow that, motherfuckers. But to him, it was follow that, my friends. But basically, no, just it saying. Was it was motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. It was motherfuckers. He was basically telling them, listen. Look, look what we did. Now you gotta follow that. Come on. It's competition. Like that, like that's acceptable. Like he's not he's not talking shit about them saying, Yeah, you ain't shit. He said, follow that. Like, all right, war's on. So yeah. follow. To be totally honest with you, that first week, like AEW is gonna win that first week. It's the second week that the war truly begins, in my opinion. No, but even even if that first week, if like even if Cody came out or like one of the Bucks came out and after the show and be like keep up, like that's accept that's acceptable banter to me. Like, yeah, you're talking shit to the other guys, but you're not going out your way to totally bury the other guys. Like, Like I'm like I'm all for that kind of back and forth, as long as you're not totally shitting on somebody, and like. I can tell that, like, you're going out of your way just to be a dick for no reason. Yeah, like, like just just saying, like, just saying little back and forth shit, cool. But, like, don't shit on anybody. Like, I I didn't like what Kenny said. Like, I I read a headline, but I didn't bother reading it. But, yeah, like, I, I heard him talking shit. Yeah. Like I like I didn't like what he said. I didn't like the way Seth said what he said. But like, yeah. Speaking of them though, right? How do you feel about the random commercial that popped up? <laughs> the random commercial, it was weird. Like the AEW pro- commercial popped up on SmackDown on USA and also on NXT on USA, which is weird. It was a AEW commercial in between. Like what the fuck? But apparently, like, according to, like, sources, there, it was just TNT brought network space, like, hey, we want to run this commercial. They ran a commercial. That's it. So there's no controversy behind it. It was just... Nope. Somebody actually said they expected to be the opposite way when AEW gets on. Expect them to run, like, an NXT commercial or a Fox... WWE commercial or a, a Raw commercial, expect that. I just think more an NXT thing because, for all intents and purposes, like NXT is the new thing now. We've been watching it for years, we've been watching it since the beginning, since they were a um, competition and whatever. But you know, it's supposed to be the new thing on TV, so yeah. I would expect more so it'd be that. 
Like, yeah, I'm, I'm on. Yeah. Like, a little competition like that is great. That's some good shit. I just don't like the digs. Yes, like, you know. I don't like the burial digs. Like, you can have regular digs, not burials. Another reason I don't like the digs is because, like, fans take that shit to heart. You know what I mean? Like, the fans are the worst part of this whole entire war because they're going to they're gonna make a lot of people hate certain things because they get too out of control and they say too much dumb shit. It's gonna make a lot of people hate certain stuff. Whatever it is, is gonna make people hate it. Yep. Like, you know... Oh, oh I want NXT... I mean, I want um, AEW to make um, WWE go out of business. Oh, I want... Um, like, I don't think they're even gonna be competition. AEW, that is, like... You don't know until it happens. Obviously, I don't think they're gonna kill that to be. That's one thing. Competition is great. Like competition creates like it creates better like better things. Like we need this. Like yeah, everybody. exactly. Like if you're not over your shoulder for somebody, like then what are you doing? What are you doing? Seriously. Like especially in a competitive in a competitive sport, like you have to be looking over your shoulder for competitors. Yep. Like, if you don't have a competitor, then you're not you're not doing something. Pretty much. But yeah. So we had a hell of a lot of returns this week. Yep. We had Neil Rush, Luke Harper. We had Rusev. Oh yeah, Rusev. I, like, he looks in great shape. I, I'm kind of digging the new look. I don't like this story that Rusev's like involved in. I don't know how long it's gonna last, but I don't like it. I think we, I think we might not even have that story around for too long. I think it's over. Okay. Cool. By the way, like um, Rusev is involved with Maria Canellis apparently. He may or may not be Maria Canellis's, um Baby father. Son's father, yeah. Because now apparently they had a gender reveal to reveal that it was Ricochet that was the father, which turned out not to be true. She lied to piss off Mike. And then now she's saying it's Rusev. Now I'm hearing, like, on the internet, like, it might be somebody else on top of that, you know? And it's going to be, like, an ongoing thing. Yeah, I think it's really stupid, but if it's a way to get Mike Canellis on TV and get him paid, then, yeah, that's good. Basically, like at the end of the day, like he probably wanted to be the father anyway, which obviously he is. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> there was another person to return, but I can't remember who the hell it was. Who was it? Kane returned, but that nobody cares. Technicality, you got Kane, yeah, whatever. Yeah, nobody cares about that. But it was another person. I just can't remember who it was. Who was it? It was somebody on Raw. I remember that. Uh, Luke Harper? Because he was there a second time. It was Luke Harper on SmackDown. It was was two people on Raw because Rusev was one of the two people. I can't remember either. Like, yeah. But somebody else returned and 
We had Leo Rush return. I'm waiting for Liv Morgan to return, who people are saying that she is going to come back with a new look and something big. She's supposed to be somebody big in the business. I don't know who she, what she's going to do. I don't know what big thing they have for Liv Morgan, but I can't wait to see what they're going to do with her. I like her. Yeah. kind of want Lashley to come back, too, since Leo came back. I heard Lashley's coming back. I heard he's coming back soon. Oh, okay. I don't know how soon, but I heard he's coming back real soon. How do you feel about the brand split creating separate pay-per-views again? Um, I'm through it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? That continue their storyline and like we were talking about earlier, like, longer storylines, you know what I mean? So, they would, like, have a storyline and it won't continue, like, it'll continue on to, like, the next pay-per-view. And that one probably won't be to, like, two or three months. So. Yeah, and, like, the longer the storyline goes, you can have multiple things happen and you can add people to the storylines. Mm-hmm. It could like it could be good because every time they have the separate pay per views, it's great because it gives more people more time. Like a lot more people get a lot more time on television reviews, and it opens up the it opens up everything for everybody. And it's like, cool. Exactly. Like you know, and I'm look. I don't like the guy, but I'm not crapping on him. Just stating the fact and whatever. Right? You don't have someone like Roman taking, like, someone else's spot, you know what I mean, on Raw, that, like, legit deserve that spot, you know what I mean? Exactly. You can legit have, like, Chad Gable be on on a, uh, on a pay-per-view, which I don't think he's been on a pay-per-view for, in a while, so. Yeah, he hasn't been on a pay-per-view since he was part of American Alpha. Yeah. Alpha he was part of with Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's the thing. People will get their shine on, you know? Yeah. So, let's go back to AEW for a minute because they're, they just put up the bracket for the AEW Tag Team Tournament. Okay. And the brackets go like this. The Young Bucks versus the Private Party. They have the Lucha Bros versus the Jurassic Express. They have the best friends versus SCU, and that's it. So, out of that whole entire field, who do you see winning the tag team titles? Uh, honestly, SCU. I'm down for SCU. I don't. I don't want the Bucks to win because the Bucks are the bosses, and yeah. I think like. SCU will be great. And I really hope they do the the rule where you can switch out any... That's why I picked them. Because I, I actually think they're going to do that. Yeah, I, I think they should be the first AEW tag champs. I'm all yep. for that one. Like, I want them to be the first ones and then lose it to Jurassic Express. I was going to say something like different, though. What? I would like them to win it, right? Huh? Lose them to the Lucha Bros, right? But uh-huh. then the Lucha Bros get attacked by 
Will Dubbin, their president, aka LAX, you know what I mean? And then they lose it to them. They actually put out a tweet when they talked about the title. They they put out a tweet was like, hey, where are our names? And I thought about it too, was like, yeah, where are wait a minute, you guys aren't even officially signed. Can't be in this. <laughs> But like if they get in it somehow, I'm putting my money on them. Like if they switch up and put them in it, they're my pick. Yeah, they could take take out somebody like the best friends or something. Not that the best friends yeah. are bad. I'm not saying to take them out just because they're bad. It just like it's the first team that came to mind. Yeah, you could take out the best friends. Matter of fact, I would do it. I would do it like take out the Jurassic Express. Not because Jurassic Express is bad. But take them out so you can have Dead Presidents versus LA, I mean, versus Lucha Bros. Yeah. Like, that match, like, every time they have that match, it steals whatever show it's on. Basically. Like, that, that's awesome. Like, so, that's the tag, that's the tag tournament, and those are our thoughts on who's going to win. So, Let's do something weird. Okay. So the draft is coming up. We know the draft is coming up in about four weeks. So when the draft comes up, they're going to be all kinds of pick. How about we both pick a person that's going to get drafted? Okay. Every week until the draft comes. And let's see how many we get right. All right. So you, who are representing SmackDown, and I'm representing Raw, we get to pick from the opposing brand and NXT, and NXT UK and 205 Live. So why don't you start? Who are you going to pick from Raw or the other shows that come to your show? Okay. Um, I'm going to say start off with The Miz, because... The Miz has been switched out every freaking draft, every single one that he's been in WWE for. So the Miz. Okay, I'm, I literally, I didn't even think about the Miz because you're right; he does get switched out. Yeah. Okay. Um. By the way, he's a SmackDown guy, if I'm not mistaken, right? Oh, he's a Raw guy. He's a Raw guy. Okay. Yeah, because. I get confused because, like, he just fought against Shinsky, so, you know. Yeah, with a raw graphic. Yeah. But, yeah, I see him coming back to SmackDown. Okay, that, that's actually a good pick. And my pick, I'm picking Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Because I want to see Nakamura on the red brand doing some stuff with a lot of people. Okay, they can have him do a match with AJ Styles. Like, not the not the crappy match they had, but a good match for the US title. Like, imagine that. That would be a yeah. great scenario. Him That'd versus awesome. again. Yep. Like, they can do so much with him like, on Raw. Now, question to that, right? Uh-huh. Will he still be IC champion? Because if he's still IC champion, that means you have to switch the um, US title again. No, no, I, I think he'll lose the title to the Miz somehow. 
or oh. or um, Ali. Oh yeah, Ali's a contender for that too. So yeah, but I just want to see Nakamura go against like some crazy ass people on Raw. Like yeah. it's it's a bunch of people on Raw he can fight. Like, and I would be okay with it. So yeah, that's my pick, and your pick is the Miz. Yep. In four weeks, we'll see which one of those guys get drafted to which shows. We still got them in the next couple of weeks. Exactly. But yeah, that's been the week in wrestling. So our podcast is wrapping up now. Yep. So. How do you want to end this? Once again, since Hell in a Cell is coming up, see you in Hell. Wait a minute, that's like in three weeks. You can't see everybody in Hell. You know what? Screw this. We're out.